about the TV show, Ice Road Truckers. I'm Graham, you're with me as Jake, and we are your Pathfinders on this frozen journey. Jake, what's up, my dude? What it do, Graham? What it do, my man? What? <laughs> wait, what it do indeed? <laughs> your episode 53. <laughs> <laughs> neither one of us can get our own stupid lines right <laughs> uh, your face when we started recording was like a loading screen <laughs> it's like hmm, how do we come at this <laughs> I, have, I am part android <laughs> <laughs> oh man i you know what happened is i waited like I feel like normally I wait a couple seconds because one time you told me I have to wait before I jump right into it. <laughs> <laughs> so I waited a couple seconds and then I realized that you were staring at me and a couple seconds turned into like six. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was all this pressure. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. <laughs> Podcasting is fun. So I was just quiet for a long time. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, Whew. good stuff. How you doing, man? Stuff. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, couple, couple, couple shop talk updates. Uh, <laughs> not really shop talk because it's not about a podcast. But okay, <clears throat> I, I had to take a couple weeks off from weightlifting uh, because of my eye surgery, and so I went back to the gym on Monday. And after my workout, I was like, "Oh, that's where all the serotonin was." <laughs> so that was fun to experience that again. Um, you mean like you've got like a real hit of just happiness and like feeling good after your workout? Is that what you mean? Is that what serotonin I is? would characterize it as coming up to normal, but oh. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you were in a dark spot. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. Also, I think when I lift, I do some kind of weird throat thing that then when I laugh, <clears throat> it like irritates my throat and also gets in the way of karaoke. So I, I'm going to I'm going to investigate that more. So those are the weightlifting updates. Do you, do you know, like, do you make a sound when you lift? Or do you think it's I, a nonverbal yeah, I mean, like, throat thing? Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> i just don't know how you could irritate your throat that much without like it being a sound well i think it's from like i think it's from like you know taking a big big breath and you know uh what's the word brace bracing the core and then like yeah. really getting after it i feel like there's some kind of like a billowing out of my throat maybe that's happening oh like a bullfrog your like throat bull, expands right. to hold the air from going out of your mouth okay. yes that's right i think that that's it it's <laughs> <laughs> pretty great yeah so those that's those are updates that's update one is uh okay. back back on the grind uh at it all my gym boys and girls uh update two is started playing <laughs> stardew valley oh. are you familiar with this jam I think it's like a very cartoony MMO uh, web-based. Is it web-based? Can you play it in a browser? You got to download a thing. Uh, I'm playing it on Steam. There is like mm. some kind of a co-op thing now. But but yeah, you are, you are thinking of the right thing. It's like a very charming 
like you <laughs> grow turnips on your grandpa's old farm and you got to bust up rocks and catch fish and make friends with the local villagers. And it's it's fun as hell, man. It is just what the doctor ordered. Is there a combat portion to this game? I did just acquire a rusty sword. Oh. And got into a mine where there are some critters that I am you know, it's it's interesting because like in most games I would be like, you know, it's a Chekhov sword situation. It's like I got a I I've got a blade. There's a whole bunch of weird critters crawling around like I best get to killing. Yeah. But I think the sort of framing and context of this game leads me to wonder, should I talk to them first? Oh. Are they for pet? Are they for <laughs> friend? Are they for food? <laughs> So we'll see. <laughs> wow. Okay. Is there uh, is there leveling in the game? Like, does your there little character gain level and so skills? much leveling? Oh, really? There's, okay. there's so many skills like farming, crafting, mining, like other kinds of skills. It's and then there's just like an aspect where you're trying to collect a whole bunch of different objects just to have, just to like have them all. So there, it's like, it's a very good, uh, I had heard of it before and then I thought of playing it because an Instagram account uh, that I follow was like, hey, if you're an Enneagram one, maybe a fun game to play is Stardew Valley. <laughs> um, and I have to agree they're they're 100% correct. They got you pegged. They got me pegged. Got my number. Got the Unos are all uh, in Stardew. Oh, yeah. That's what's up. Hell yeah. Where are my turnip boys at? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know my Enneagram. I've never, uh, I didn't, I've not dug into that. Yeah. Do you do, do you fuck with any personality uh, sort of assessment schemas? I, I had a girlfriend in college Brag. who liked. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fellas, what's up? I had a girlfriend in college. <laughs> yeah. You know what's up. <laughs> Big time play a boy over here. <laughs> uh, she liked to tell me that I was some string of four letters like E and Myers Briggs. Yeah, so she was into that. Okay. And she had me pegged as something. And you you didn't bother to remember what those were or what's no. the okay? I know that like uh, the it's E or I for extrovert or introvert. And I think uh-huh. it was an I in her mind. Clearly, I'm <laughs> in her mind. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but what do you think, Graham? <laughs> oh, clearly, I'm an extrovert. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see, E, and then I think the next one would be an N or something else. Do you know do you know Myers Briggs? A little bit. So so it's EI for extroversion introversion. I think it's N N is N intuition versus judgment. I can't think of which that one what that like uh dimension is. The others are thinking versus feeling and judging versus perceiving. Okay, yeah. So, uh, yep, exactly. And so I was the, um, yeah. So uh, I'm just gonna go uh, freestyle here on these and say I am extroversion. Give me some jazz. 
I am intuition. I am, uh, ooh, thinking or feeling. I'm both. And then I am, uh, <laughs> I'm perceiving. So I am ENTFP, baby. I am thinking. I am feeling. I'm <laughs> judging. I'm perceiving. I'm a sinner. I'm a saint. I'm a saint. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh man, that's fun. Well, we'll add this to our listener callouts. Um, is like send, please type us, send, drop us an email typing <laughs> Graham and I using the Myers Briggs personality model. Yeah. Do you know yours? Is this a thing that you've done? You know, I I have a great story about it actually. So I've always, anytime I did it, I would I would sort of assess myself as INTJ. Which is sort of like your classic, like type A, type A workaholic, just like rigid, logical, it caught up in his head guy. <clears throat> and I had a friend who was like really into Myers Briggs, and uh, somehow we got into the topic that like I had taken to memorizing poems. And so we talked about, like, why was I memorizing poems and, like, what what do I get out of that? <laughs> and then he looked at me and just deadpan said, this is classic INTJ behavior. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of anybody who's, like, really into Myers-Briggs loves telling you what you are. <laughs> well, so I feel like there is a, a moment, like, 10 to 15 years ago where MBTI was real big. Then I feel like Enneagram got real, uh, real big. Myers Briggs type indicator. Got it. Got it. <laughs> that, then Enneagram got real big, and now the Zoomers are all about astrology. Bro, yeah. Well, <laughs> listeners, just Graham that. just eye rolled in a way I have never seen him eye roll before. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, dude! I just i I can't with the astrology. It's a, it's classic Capricorn guys. Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea what your sign is. I have no idea what Capricorns are. (laughs) Um, at least like the Myers Briggs and the Enneagram that's like based in some, you know, pseudoscience, right? At least. (laughs) I don't know how comfortable they would be being classed with each other i think mbti is is like based on maybe it might be based on the big five personality model the enneagram is based on like an ancient mystical tradition (laughs) oh really i don't know what enneagram is (laughs) i don't know i don't know i just know that like in i feel like it all I, i always hear about these personality tests in like corporate culture like whenever you're doing oh, like uh-huh. corporate training that's where you're like all right we're yeah. gonna have you we're gonna have you do a personality test so that you can learn more about yourself and the way that you interact with your colleagues yes we we're actually way into that at my company are you yes we, <laughs> do, you really? we do a yeah seriously we do a version called insights discovery where you are the simplistic version is you are assigned a color okay and I have to say, it's like the only time I've experienced this being implemented in a workplace setting in an effectively non-judgmental way. Okay. Every other time, it's really been like, 
here's how you can learn more about yourself and how we can learn about your weaknesses. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I really struggle with, uh, corporate culture and corporate training. And I mean, it is probably different in my profession because like, um, I have a job that I am going in to do that. I don't necessarily need, I feel like to be part of this big corporate structure and I, I don't, whatever, maybe, maybe that's not fair, but, um, it so often feels like forced fun. You know what I mean? Where it's like, uh-huh. All right. We're going to have this meeting and we're going to have some fun today. So just try to work and go home. And like, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't need you people to be my friends. <laughs> I can make friends, not at work. <laughs> yeah, like we're we're all here for like a, a a limited common purpose. Let us do that pleasantly and quickly, and return to our lives. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I feel that in my bones. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're a little bit of a punk punk rock bad boy, right? Yeah, man, I'm not much of a rule follower, so get the fuck out of here with your corporate culture bullshit. Sneak it into landfills to watch <laughs> trash birds. Yeah, man. Skating, skate, hanging skateboards. You ever grind rails basement. when you're not supposed to? Oof, I wish. I can't ollie that high, though. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Whew. <clears throat> Uh, oh, you got man. any other updates? You got a no, two, dude. Uh... That's I'm updated out. Sweet. <clears throat> I'm up. <clears throat> I got my I got my throat thing going. I'm gonna have to get hit the hit the H two O. Okay, all right. Bev check. Bev check. Big ass glass H two O. Oh yeah, hitting that Brita. You got a glass with a handle on it. <laughs> it's it's a big boy glass. <laughs> Looks heavy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are you rocking? Oh man, I got a little H two O myself, mm, excellent. and then I got a I got a little brewski. I um, you know, not feeling good about it, but it's a furious. Mm, mm-hmm. so, Is know. that a little twelve ounce feller? Little, little twelve ouncer. Nice. Yep. Nice. So that's what's up here. I before we recorded, I was like, I gotta think about what I did this weekend, and I came up with nothing. I I didn't. I don't know. <laughs> like you blacked out, or like? <laughs> uh, oh, I did. I did drink a bunch of beers, but just like literally, I put the kids to bed and then drink a bunch of beers. <laughs> I watched some Carboys though. I watched more Carboys, and fuck a, yeah, yeah, that was that was great actually. <laughs> awesome. You see Busto yet? No, what did I see? Oh, I... Um, I saw the crusher where Ooh, they got the, the two wheels. Very good. Oh, <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh boy, man, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, the crusher slaps. Man, I might have to watch that through for a third time at some point. <laughs> yeah, and then they had the thing where like there's like it's like a cube of these blocks that all come together. Oh yes. That one. but they put like a whole bunch on and so they're crushing each other. <laughs> oh yeah. damn, that's good. Yeah. I might need to probably watch some more of that tonight should before we, I go to bed. Should we maybe pause pause this recording? <laughs> we'll go. 
I'm excited just knowing that more of it exists. Oh, dude, so much, so much more. <laughs> <clears throat> oh man! All right. Yeah. Well, any any other uh, Graham Graham World updates? Dispatches from the Grahamville? No, man. Nope. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> It was just me and the kids this weekend. My wife had a friend in town, and so she oh, was yeah. with a bunch of friends. She went out. I she had a nice time. She probably has some stories to tell. I got nothing though. <laughs> just hanging with the kids. Bring, get her in here. <laughs> she had her first hangover in like two years. Oh wow, yeah, that's so, pretty big. Yeah, she went hard. Good nice. for her. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, all so right. That's it. Should we get into it? Let's do it. Let's grip it and rip it. Season four, episode ten: the ass versus the ass. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the director's cut commentary. And so, that real name of the episode is the ace versus the ice. But what Graham did there is just kind of a fun accent, almost kind of <laughs> challenge. <laughs> That that is called the Canadian accent, folks. Oh, <laughs> um, I don't want to get the tweets, so I just want to clarify that Graham said that. <laughs> yeah, bring it on, bring it on, Canadians. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> your aces sound like asses, and your ices sound like asses. So good, that's a good line. Come at me. <laughs> Uh, well, before we get into actual plot, I have to point out, I think they recut the intro again because oh, no. <clears throat> now Hugh kind of like punches his name in and out. And there's like a weird thing they do where Lisa's moving her head and the text kind of follows with it. And I think we have yet another permutation of the like truck truck crash um, animation cutscene. <laughs> They just they just can't get satisfied with that one. And it's wild they're doing this mid season each time. <laughs> yeah. And it's and they're very minor changes. It's almost <laughs> it's almost like there's no sort of editor producer in charge. It's just someone being like, ah, I'm still not satisfied with it, but I did hit my hours for the week. So we'll run this one like it is, and I'm going to come back at this next time. <laughs> Ten weeks, and then he's like, all right, it's done. We're ready. I think we got it. <laughs> Halfway through the season, yeah. Let's, let's go ahead and put that one in the oh, next episode. Man. So Boy. that's fun. <laughs> Oh boy, yeah. I I have to look out for that on the next step. Yeah, keep. I, I mean, you won't because you'll skip the intro like you always do. But I'm trying to remember. I must have skipped the intro. It's so much effort to skip the intro. Is the thing. If it's I a, started a button, there's I, a button. But if I started like skipping through the intro like that early on in a watch it would feel so demoralizing i feel like it would the message you would send to my brain is this sucks <laughs> like i can't deal with that <laughs> i'm trying to do what i need to do <laughs> do you ever skip intros like let's say you're firing up bridgerton or i don't know what the fuck you watch the the french lady uh restaurant show 
I don't know. You mentioned it once on the pod. Are you talking about Chocolat? Uh, no, that's a movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of what that is. I don't know. Anywho, <clears throat> um, you know what? I actually don't. I kind of like. I kind of like the intros. You know, they like set a tone. You found it. Emily in Paris. I've never seen that show. <laughs> <laughs> you, you talked about it on the, you made a reference to it on the podcast. Once. I mean, it's part of our cultural <laughs> knowledge. <laughs> I'm walking through the newsstand of our culture, just gr- t- tipping things off the shelves left and right, mixing them up into a big, beautiful bricolage. I remember um, you made like a pretty specific referential joke about Emily in Paris. And I was really? like, I guess he's watched this show. I'm going to laugh, but I have no <laughs> idea what he's talking about. <laughs> oh, man. No, but yeah. I, I really do like the intros. Like, and there's some shows <clears throat> I really, I think maybe I actually love intros. Really? Okay. Yeah. As I think about it, like. I think that's a part of a watch experience that I enjoy the most. More than the show. I I I guess no. But it's a different <laughs> way. It's a different kind of enjoyment. Cuz the in the intro you really settle in. You get comfortable. Yeah. You say, "Ah, hello. It's good to see you again, my old friend. How are you?" <laughs> wonderful let's come sit down let's talk (laughs) and then it begins so some of it is the anticipation for you and and the routine reunion yeah okay yeah i get that i can feel that i mean i feel that with like game of thrones a little bit that that would that would be my i always watch the intro Because it really was, I mean, that was an all-time intro for that show. It was dope as hell. Yeah. Um, And it really just got you ready for the show. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'll watch the next intro. Watch it, man. It's going to be a treat. (laughs) My my wife and I watched uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer all the way through. And that has like a pretty iconic... uh, intro sequence and someone did this amazing see- thing where they like um used stock footage clips and like cut that were like similar to every single shot in the in the opening <laughs> and like compiled that and set it to the theme music so it's like a stock footage buffy intro and it's pretty incredible Oh, wild. You, it's a, like a little bit of a deep cut because the more, the better you know the intro, the better you recognize like each shot as like a <laughs> shitty copy of the real thing. <laughs> <laughs> classic. Right. Classic in classic. humor. Love it. Um, I never watched Buffy either. So it's a, I was like the yeah. absolute right age and it was always on and I, I always thought I should watch that, and I just never watched it. It's it's a good watch. I think did you watch are... it much later, or did you watch it at the time? Also, I we like I think we finished watching it during the pandemic. Okay, uh, I didn't. I had never seen it at the time. Oh, wow. Um, I mean, as someone who was prohibited from watching The Simpsons, 
I don't think that Buffy was sort of in the <laughs> sanctioned box of allowable television. <laughs> All right, hold up. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Pro remember when we said we were going to make this a quick episode? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Prohibited Ooh. for watching from watching The Simpsons? Yeah, I was. It was not until some point in high school, and after I basically like argued my case that I was allowed to watch The Simpsons. Was this a? Uh, were your parents extremely religious? Was it? Just very strict, or was it like what was the uh, rationale? Now, as an adult, I, behind your parents not letting you watch this, and- I can't even with like a very generous sort of attempting to read meaning out of that text. I <laughs> I can't tell you what the fuck the rationale was. Oh no! Oh, Jake, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know, man. Got me. (laughs) (laughs) Were there other things that uh, you were forbidden from, you know, doing or watching? Or was there like music that you were like, you absolutely cannot listen to this type of music or something? I feel like I sort of got the message from the Simpsons line. (laughs) So I didn't really like challenge. I didn't discover what those other boundaries were. (laughs) Okay. All right. <laughs> oh man. You're such a good kid. Where were we? <laughs> <laughs> what what the fuck were we talking about? I don't know. The the show. We I said the title and then we went oh, off. Oh the intro. <laughs> <laughs> the intro. Good progress. Good. Oh no. <laughs> All right. Should we should we start off with polar bear? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right. So Hugh, it turns out, is hauling his biggest load ever? That's what they said. It What? <laughs> Blows my mind. Although it maybe gives you a little insight into like what his whole deal is. Because he really is just about quantity of loads. He doesn't yeah. give a shit what it is he's hauling. He just wants to rack up those numbers. <clears throat> so that makes sense. But it's like you- weird how everyone else is like, it's their biggest load. It's a... They're carrying six other trucks on their truck, and they have to shut down the state of Alaska to do it. And this is just like, yeah, it's a big load. Good luck, Q. Yeah. It's like, it's not even that impressive looking. It's right. Like these two <laughs> reels of cable. I mean, they're but big it, but reels, but like, they're not like bigger than the truck. Yet, so. Yeah. And it is like, if I remember right, it's not actually overweight, but it's like almost overweight. So he's got to like stop and at the way station, except he leaves early enough in the morning that the way station isn't open yet. And so apparently that means he just doesn't have to weigh the truck. What yeah, the what? fuck, guys? Oh, what is this system? <laughs> is that how it always is with way stations? Like if That's... you happen to drive past it at the wrong time, you Whoops, have to go in. I can't, can't get it in. <laughs> it's wild. It really seems like. You can just skirt the rules by just leaving early always. Or just drive past maybe, too. Oh, yeah. Or that <laughs> seems like that's not really a lot of enforcement. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, that was that was pretty wild. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, man, Hugh is cursing a lot. 
Like, oh, was he? I just, it seems like they are beeping out almost every sentence he says with what must be just absolutely meaningless <laughs> curse words. <laughs> I don't even notice it. I'm the type of guy who like grew up watching The Simpsons and <laughs> being around that type Get of stuff. So that's a bad boy. <laughs> damn hell ass yeah oh oh, okay all right (laughs) easy jake don't make me call your mom and dad (laughs) i don't give a crap (laughs) buddy okay all right i might need to turn this off (laughs) language like that i'll make sure i put the explicit tag on by the way it's wild to me that when you publish an episode the default isn't for the explicit tech to be on and you turn it off. The default is it's off and then you have to turn it on. Yeah. Do you turn it on for this? Absolutely. Every single episode. Oh, really? (laughs) Yes. We have never published an episode that did not include the explicit tag. Are there rules about it? Like when you publish the episode, they're like, Hey, if you say these certain words, you got to put that tag on. (laughs) I would love it if there was a table of like a side by side, like words, <clears throat> words that like go right up to the line, but don't trigger it. And then words that do the, for a, a long time. Uh, and that probably is still the case, but like broadcast uh, TV shows, it was like, you can't say the F word. You can say the, uh, you can say the S word, but only one time. And then I think there was like, there's some limit to the, not only which words you can say, but the number of times it can be said. That's great. Which is wild. <laughs> and, and what's crazy is that like, they're so up on censoring words, but not content because they'll beep out fuck, but they'll show two grown men grilling a whole uncut onion. No problem. <laughs> oh, well, okay. That's where you went with that. <laughs> Uh, I thought <laughs> just terrible. I mean, the classic example of that, I know that you're joking, but the classic example of that is like, you know, the NCIS like peds edition of that show or whatever it is. Where it's like they're, you know, crimes against children episodes of CSI mm. or whatever. But like, oh, we cannot cuss, but like, you know, it's like, you know, child sex slaves and stuff like that that they're discussing on a show at challenging content. on a tuesday <laughs> oh man yeah mm. so where were we <laughs> how honestly that was really kind of all i had on hue okay Do you have any more any more polar bear growls no uh, oh he started calling alex alice or yeah did you notice that he started doing that in the last episode oh god prick (laughs) yep (laughs) i didn't notice the last episode but i noticed it this episode Mm -hmm. i thought i heard it and then the uh, subtitles were typed out as alice yes i remember so like in the first season it was made very clear that like hugh and alex are like friends Mm -hmm. i can't tell that that's true anymore they don't act like friends no like Hugh, I, Hugh might think that alex thinks they're friends but it doesn't seem like alex thinks they're friends uh, he seems 
fed up with you. Yeah, he seems kind of cheesed off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like maybe there's some where some side for both of them where they're like it's kind of a game and they're they're you know they're playing it up for TV, but it also seems like they're like at least Alex is actually annoyed with Hugh because Hugh is constantly being a prick. Yeah, he really is. It's <laughs> relentless. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but that's it. Um, yeah, that's all I got for you and Alex. Um, what about, oh, we got to talk about Lisa. We got to talk about Lisa. Uh, so <laughs> Lisa's, uh, Lisa's turn in this episode was so interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was very much like this little slice of life for her where Good we pun. <laughs> thank you <laughs> it shows her like getting ready for her uh to go on uh, her trip uh and she said she got her truck washed yes which yeah i was like why would you do that i don't know i'm not a i'm not a wash my car in the middle of winter person i'll wash it in spring dude i got my car washed on sunday and i realized I have not gotten it washed since 2017. Hell yeah. No, is that That's true? Awesome. Wait, it's 2022 now. <laughs> Sorry, 2018. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I bought a new car 2 years ago and so I'm washing it a bit more, mm-hmm. but a bit more is like once every 4 months or 6 months. Uh-huh. Uh but my old car, before I sold it, it was like, I washed it when I was going to sell it. Uh-huh. And that's it. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense here. Why am I? It's just it's just covered in salt year round. <laughs> um, quick, quick side note. So I yeah. go to turn on my car this morning and <clears throat> it sounded bad. Oh, no. Um, real bad. <laughs> Uh, so I got to work and then I um, I posted a screen cap of what I searched into the struggle bus Slack channel where you just kind of dump like, you know, observations of things going poorly. <laughs> <clears throat> so my my search was car make bad smell, not go good. Also V loud. <laughs> so I think maybe my catalytic converter got stolen. Oh, we no. will yeah. see tomorrow. <laughs> is it? Is it just like loud as shit? It it's loud as hell. It's like it smells. Kind of it sound. sounds like I'm rolling coal. <laughs> oh, bro! Oh no! <laughs> Somebody took your catalytic convert. Did you? <laughs> did you look underneath your car or anything? No, I didn't look under my car. No. <laughs> what, what would I look for? What would I look for, Graham? <laughs> a doubt a dotted outline that says catalytic converter goes here <laughs> i mean like it's, yeah, it's got like a shitload of pipes all over it <laughs> uh, <Jake. laughs> you just follow the muffler back and eventually there's a there would be a cutaway part <laughs> mm, okay maybe i see i see your logic <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, anywho so where were we 
were we at? Lisa. Oh, Lisa. Washing the truck. Did she have to get the truck washed? That's Because there was this part about like. It's not even her truck. (laughs) Yeah. And she said she was like sleeping in the truck while they were washing it. Why? I don't understand. No. uh, Yeah. No explanation was given, but it like froze her entire truck up, which was just funny. She like couldn't get the door, uh, the little the little door open to get her tools out, and so she had to get a torch. Um, it was kind of like, hey guys, have you ever washed a truck before when it's cold? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, she did say she was sleeping because she said she got sprayed with that's water right. in her own bed. <laughs> that seems kind of fucked up. It's like, what in the world? Yeah. Anyway, uh, so we go from that, those shenanigans, to her, she's getting ready to go on this trip, and we're in the cab with her, and she says, I'm going to make a peanut butter and jelly for my trip, and it shows her uh, in, the, in her little cab, getting it out, and <laughs> she gets two pieces of bread, and she puts peanut butter on one side, and then she's like, but but I'm very particular about this and you have to put peanut butter on both sides because you, because you cannot have the jelly getting the bread wet. What Nobody do you think about that. This? No, you put peanut butter on one side, jelly on the other, and then you smash it together. See, I saw it and I was like, oh yeah, pro move. No wet bread. I've never had a wet sandwich. What kind of bread are you using? What do you mean you've never had a wet sandwich? I've never had like a, I've never had an issue with the jelly making the bread wet. Do you, have you ever made a peanut butter jelly sandwich like for later? Yeah, but it doesn't like make the bread wet. Are you using like, are you using like a 16th inch thickness wonder bread? (laughs) Wonder flaps. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. wonder crips <laughs> I'm, I'm like yeah but i mean the the jelly soaks into the bread now it makes the the bread wet right <laughs> right it like absorbs the whole way through the bread well not the not the whole way through but huh so I, you're I, this, you're just like that doesn't look like anything to me I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the problem. Ha. Huh. I, I, maybe I need to pay attention to it. But if I start paying attention to it, it might ruin all my sandwiches. Yeah. So I think I'm just going to live my life the way that I'm doing it and not think about this. Yeah. You want to so know the real, the real deal on peanut butter and jelly? Yeah. So I always freeze my bread because it keeps longer because it takes me so long to get through a loaf of bread. So that means okay. I have to toast it. And that gives me an excuse do a real light butter before you do the peanut butter and the jelly. It's fucking good. Mm. Yeah. That's what Arnie that's does up. too. No way. Ar- yeah. Arnie. My Arnie dude. Does, uh, a, a butter underneath the peanut butter. Yeah. Smart man. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> it's good. It is good. I have enjoyed it when I've done it. Uh, but I'm also not a fan of, uh, I always also do the jelly first so that I can I can get the jelly off of the knife mm-hmm. on the other piece of bread yes. before I before I go into the I don't want any peanut butter in my jelly jar. I don't want any jelly in my peanut butter jar. 
Those are separate I, entities. I can understand your perspective. So, and then I always, I put peanut butter on one side and jelly on the other. I don't need, I don't, I don't like layer the jelly on top of the peanut butter. Yeah. Yeah. I understand that you do because you have to do that if you're doing both sides peanut butter. I think that's ridiculous. Though. <laughs> so, so that's the first, I think, controversial choice Lisa makes in the sandwich. And then Graham, what's the next controversial choice that she makes? <laughs> She says she needs a lot of jelly. She wants to see it bleed, which was a wild turn of phrase for her. Yeah. It's, it's an unexpected diagram of, of like rare steaks, peanut butter, jelly sandwiches overlap. I want to see it bleed. <laughs> Oh, man. And then later, like it immediately (laughs) cuts after that comment from her. It immediately cuts to her eating the sandwich. And she's like, oh, it's bleeding all over me. (laughs) It's like dripping. (laughs) It's like, yes, you did that. My brother in Christ, you made the sandwich. (laughs) You knew this was going to happen. You said you wanted this. (laughs) Oh, man. That's great. Um, all right. You shared your peanut butter and jelly hack. Uh, this yeah. isn't quite a peanut butter and jelly hack, but I invented a new sandwich recently and Proceed. it is fucking awesome. Ooh. So you're going to want, I know I just got on you about, uh, not peanut buttering both sides of the sandwich, but there's no jelly involved. So don't come at me about this. So you peanut butter both sides. Pharisee. uh and then you get some cornflakes and you put those in and then a little drizzle of honey so you get uh Mm. so it's a peanut butter cruncher so you get that like a ton (laughs) of crunch it's a sandwich do do you ever do uh like in just another you know a non-peanut butter and jelly sandwich you ever put like uh like ruffles chips in there oh fuck yeah yeah this is like that but a um like a breakfast version a breakfast version huh it's great you could probably sub any uh cereal it doesn't have to be cornflake although there's some i mean cornflakes do have a chip like texture they're they're thin and Mm. crisp and crunchy And like, there's a lot of other cereals with a lot of other textures. Like, how's a marshmallow bit gonna sort of hold up in that environment? No, I don't know. I don't we don't know want about that. that. Even some of like the thicker ones. I was thinking like Golden Grahams or even Frosted Flakes, but there's a thickness to those that just it's not quite as light and crisp. Yes, yeah, it's like much more <laughs> substantial. I I am getting this feeling like you're googling something with cereal right now. <laughs> <laughs> cereal form factor density. <laughs> this is the electron density of uh, cornflakes. Oh man! I mean, uh, you put some grape nuts on a sandwich, <laughs> and you should go to jail. Ooh, I'll no, say that. No, sir. <laughs> 
<laughs> you have ruined a sandwich. <laughs> Honey nut Cheerios? Ooh. No, 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 sir. Hmm. Hmm. Not in know. a sandwich. I don't know. I don't know. You're saying I don't know. Like it's a good thing I'm saying I don't know. Like I don't. Know. What if I don't you know. did a? <clears throat> what's the generic term for a Rice Krispie bar? Right, like cereal bound with mallow. <laughs> what's <laughs> that term it. for that? <laughs> okay, so mallow bound cereal. You you make sort of sheets of that, and then cut that into like bread slices. Now use that to build your peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Is that a thing? So you're telling me you've got uh, mallow bound cereal, yep, peanut butter, yep, and jelly, then a, another cereal, jelly, yeah, but more flakes than that one. <laughs> Hell, dude, I don't know. We got a, you got a billion dollar idea. I know that. <laughs> I mean, fuck sandwiches. You roll that. You roll that up. You got a burrito, baby. <laughs> I was thinking about <laughs> that. That is really good, actually. <laughs> I just I listened to you, but I didn't picture it, and then I pictured it, and I really picture. enjoyed it. <laughs> That's a fun looking item. Mm. I was <clears throat> thinking of if you could uh, make bread with cereal in it, like a Lucky Charms bread. And then make mm. French toast out of that. That'd be some shit. Charms bread. Are you talking about the bits or the, um, or the like cereal pieces of Lucky Charms or both? Uh, I think you need both parts for it to be a Lucky Charms. The bits is the Lucky. The uh, the the cereals the charms. Interesting. That's canon. <laughs> It's weird because I wouldn't describe the cereal part as either lucky or charmed. <laughs> <laughs> it's filler. <laughs> it's it truly is. It's like yeah. reconstituted dust. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so that's our yeah. that's our Lisa sitch. Oh god. <laughs> Do we have more yeah. any more Lisa? Lisa chit chat? No. no. <laughs> so we gotta talk about our boy Greg. Yeah, we do. Greg is given us uh his his vibes sporting that cold foot uh shirt again that's a classic yeah that's great <laughs> um and so greg like goes to pick up an abandoned load it's oversized it's his first oversized load <clears throat> he's driving back and just like it it really occurred to me Every single truck that this guy passes honks and gets on the radio. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> to the extent that it made me wonder, like, is he even doing anything wrong? Or is that just sort of like de rigueur, like how one as a trucker passes another trucker? I've never seen truckers pass each other in the <clears throat> show without there being, at, at the very least, the sound effect of a very loud horn honking. Yes. So, so like either they're I, adding that in or that is how truckers pass each other. <laughs> it it did also occur to me that maybe they are post production <laughs> inserting that shit. But the the like truly incredible thing is they have a animation of two trucks approaching head on and one truck clipping the side of the other. <laughs> 
track. <laughs> and then you see for like a quarter second a like whole ass human body come <laughs> shooting out of the first track at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> It was incredible. Wow. That is by far the best CGI this show has done. It's completely unhinged. The CGI guy was like, all right. He's he's clearly wanted to do this for four seasons. (laughs) History Channel has come back at him every single time and been like, we cannot show a little person flying to their death. That's not okay to show. And he snuck one in. It's amazing. (laughs) Oh, I loved it. (laughs) Really good. Really good. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. That's that's all I got, man. I I didn't have anything else on Greg other than CGI. It was incredible. so good. (laughs) (laughs) We should see if we can go frame by frame to screen cap that and that's the new like cover for the podcast <laughs> yeah it just oh yeah that would be good just a guy a little cgi guy flying towards you oh damn we could make you who dare look like a little splatter of the guy <laughs> oh man <clears throat> all right you have any any uh any other app commentary no, I got nothing, dude. I got, I got, uh, I got, I got nothing. Jack went to Bettles, but um, it was Jack fine. did go to bed. Jack went to Bettles. He had his trials and tribulations. He saw it through. He got the job done. Yeah, he's Jack yeah. Jesse. He's the Hall Road Ace. I'm <laughs> gonna doubt him. I mean, I was the title of the episode, so he's the ass, and he went over the ass, and it went okay. <laughs> it was, and it was fine. Yeah. It was fun. <laughs> oh, listeners, thank you for coming with us. <clears throat> we need you. We need you to get at us on Sochi. We need you to type Graham with his MBTI mm-hmm. uh, s- signature vibe. Uh, we need your gift registries. We need your beers. We need your poems. We yeah. need you to smash that like button. Pass along to friends. Give us a five-star rating. Uh, we'll give you a five-star rating. Um, and we love you. Listen, if you're also on Apple Podcasts, you don't have to be a podcast, just you're out there, you want me to rate you, I'll rate you back. <laughs> Graham will rate you back. I got, I got no problem with that. You rate me five stars, I'll find you on Google Maps and rate you five stars. <laughs> <laughs> just your house. I'll just yes. start rating your house. <laughs> so get a house. I saw this one. Five stars. Good person. <laughs> Smash that love button. Um, and y'all, hang loose. Keep on ice road trucking. <laughs>